You have just downloaded the Barbecue Central Show, which airs live every Tuesday from 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The Barbecue Central Show is brought to you by the Barbecue Guru, creators of automatic pit temperature control technology. They can be found at thebbqguru.com or call them 800-288-GURU. And by the CHOPS Power Injector System, the 2015 Barbecue Tool of the Year at the NBBQA. Find them at barbecuekansascity.com. And by Butcher Barbecue. From injections to rubs to sauces, always trust your butcher at butcherbbq.com. And by Big Papa Smokers, your one-stop online shop for everything and anything that has to do with barbecue. Their website is BigPapaSmokers.com. And by Cook Shack Pellet and Electric Grills. Visit them at PelletCooker.com or CookShack.com or call them 800-423-0698. And by Cookin' Pellets, you can buy Cookin' Pellets at CookinPellets.com. You can also visit Amazon.com to purchase as well. And by Green Mountain Grills, some of the best pellet grills on the market today. You can visit them at GreenMountainGrills.com. Give me a beat. Hello, everybody. This is Gary Ben Nur Chuck, host of Wine Library TV, a.k.a. WLTV, the number one wine show on the Internet. And this is BBQ Center. So to get that perfect barbecue, you use wood. Are you sure it's safe? Whatever. We put the lighter fluid on, strike your match, and... Should we call the fire department? That might be a good idea. Welcome to the really big Barbecue Central show. This is the show where we talk about all things important in the world of barbecue and grilling. We originate from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city of Cleveland, Ohio. It is the barbecue capital of the North Coast. I'm your program host, Greg Rempe. Happy to have you aboard here on your Tuesday evening. Should you see fit to join the show tonight, more than happy to have you. Phone call 216-220-0966. All right. Or you can email the show, greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. And here's what's happening in case you didn't get the newsletter. Coming up at about 9.14, or should we say... 13 minutes from now, we will uh, go ahead and finally true up the uh, three teams that I'll be following for this competition season. We had Clarence Joseph from uh, Mom and Papa Joe's Barbecue. We had Rob Grubb from Backdraft Barbecue. Tonight, we get the background and insider's scoop and how 2016 is rolling up with none other than Tim Shop and Adam Hegel from Tim's Full Belly Deli. Yes. 
At 9.35, we will be joined by the creator of the World Food Championships, also the president and CEO of MMA Creative, which is now the longtime partner, a marketing partner of KCBS. Of course, uh, this past week, registration for Sam's Club. So uh, that went off uh, from uh, all accounts very well, holding you know that initial run into uh, the registration. So we'll talk to Mike and see... You know, how in, in its fifth year or sixth year or whatever it is, fifth or sixth year, uh, that that part of the registration process seems to continue to happen. And is it something where uh, demand is just going to prove that out each and every year as it continues to grow and gain popularity? Or is there something else that might need to be looked at in order to solve that particular issue and make it a seamless registration process for perhaps what is the most popular barbecue series on on any circuit today sam's club national barbecue tour so that's mike mcleod coming up at 9 35 then we'll move into the second hour speaking of rob grubb he competed in his first event this past weekend over in colorado and denver and uh, we're going to talk to him at 10 14 and get his kind of post-mortem the first true here is, here's how you were gearing up when we talked to him the last time. Here's what happened in this particular event this past weekend and kind of get the uh, the insider's mindset on what's working the first time out. Uh, are there any changes that he's going to be making right off the bat or, or what? It finished very well, by the way, out of a very strong field of competitors finished very well so uh, ryan grubb joining us at 10 14 and then at 10 35 everybody's favorite segment can a seventh grader say it and dave Bosca has graciously donated grilling oils for that so if you think you can weasel your way into the mind of a seventh grader I impress upon you to stay tuned until 10.35. You can call in and have your chance to win. Now, uh, I do want to uh, say thank you to uh, Jason Ganahl from uh, GQ Barbecue for uh, hooking me up with this hat. Also sent me a great shirt. I'm not going to wear it uh, for the show. It, it's a little 10-gallon-y uh, for me. I'm very particular about hats, like because my head is so weird, if it's a certain kind of hat, it really sits high on my head. I become very self-conscious. I need something that's a little more tight to the dome. And uh, nevertheless, I appreciate uh, GQ. So that will hang on the wall here. By the way, uh, the studio is pretty much all set as I kind of look around here. Uh, I'm going to get a video camera. I'm going to do a whole thing so you can see what the finished product looks like. And you will say to yourself, wow, it really looks like that? That's crazy. And it sounds 100% better. I'm sure nobody even notices the fact that you can, I don't even know if you can hear any, but you can barely hear any type of uh, room echo the last three or four shows since I've been in here. I didn't account for the fact that uh, walling yourself in to tighter tolerances than just having a wide open basement would lend itself to your voice bouncing off the walls all over the place, and it was driving me up the wall. So what does anybody do when they have an issue? Well, first you go to a professional. You realize it is an incredible amount of money to do it the right way, and then you hit YouTube and go, how can I do this on the cheap, and does it work? Well, I found a YouTube post or video that showed a guy do something 
almost similar to what I'm doing. He does a lot of video. Okay, what am I talking about? I do a lot of video stuff too. So he was getting room echo, like I was getting. And a trip to Harbor Freight later with a 572 by 80 moving blankets to the tune of eight bucks a piece, walled it all the way around. And then I have some uh, surgical, they look like uh, egg crates, I guess, but they're not egg crates. Uh, this It's like surgical uh, foam. And I have that on uh, this wall right here that you can't see. Uh, so uh, because that, that wall is a little awkward because it's not as long as the rest of them. So I didn't want to put the blanket there. Uh, plus, I wanted a little kick, kick light um, behind me. I know we're getting into a lot of minutia as it relates to my studio, but I'm just so uh, excited that I finally have. Also, I have the guest spot ready to go here so wait take a look at this here's the guest spot there you can see the chair just waiting for somebody to have the old background right there so man i mean it is very very excited it, the seat is very excited to host somebody at some point that's this is what i'm saying and and as a matter of fact we would be able to stick you right there like right next to me you see like, you know, right here, you could, you could, oh, you could sit right there. You can sit right there. We can do the show together. It would be fun and fabulous, whatever. So, as I said before, right in the beginning of this spiel that I didn't plan to do, uh, you probably can't tell the difference, but I can. It sounds like I'm really enclosed in now and I'm, I'm very excited. Uh, Don, you, from your lips to God's ears, LeBron James wants to sit here. And the best thing about it, when I show you on the video is, you know, I sit right in front of me here is a wall of monitors. If you sit on the other side, you can't see me. So it's almost like you're calling in anyway. You know what I'm saying? It's great. No, I won't take Johnny football in, in here, Doug. I, don't, I want nothing to do with him. Anyway, Tim Shop, Adam Hegel, Tim's Full Belly Deli coming up here in about five minutes. Mike McLeod at 935. Ryan Grub at 1014, uh, Backdraft Barbecue, and can a 7th grader say it? That's what's happening. Everything else you want to find out about the show can be found at the main website, by the way, thebbqcentralshow.com. All right, let everybody know the show's on. Go ahead and give them the social medias, the website, outdoorcookingchannel.com. Don't forget you can catch the show on Roku as well. I wanted to get into this because... It's important for people that are just getting into barbecue or maybe you've bought a new pit and you are frustrated with the results that you have got. Uh, persevere because let me tell you, even the most seasoned pit master will do something out of the ordinary or go away from what they normally, for whatever reason, and then they screw things up in a fantabulous fashion. I did that with the New Year's day ribs i had two racks of ribs on the lang 36 the fire was humming along it was cold and the thing held temperature like a champ i have taken my regular splits and split the split so they're a little bit thinner so they burn a little bit better i can keep a, a, a better coal bed that way i found but the ribs were done and i didn't have the atomic buffalo turds done or the potatoes or whatever the hell else we were making so i let the ribs Hang in the cook. And in the end, the bottom got kind of crusty because, you know, when barbecue's ready, it's ready. So 
Don't let the barbecue wait. This is just my personal advice. Don't let the barbecue wait on the cooker. Let let the sides wait. Let the main dish uh, shine. Don't put it at a disadvantage like I did. You have your oldest daughter's boyfriend come over and, and tell you they're good. Meanwhile, I know they're not. You don't have to suck up to me, buddy boy. It's not what it's about. Anyway, what it is about is Big Papa Smokers, the one-stop online shop for anyone interested in barbecue. From flavors like uh, Sweet Money to Happy Ending, Big Papa's rubs have had a hand in winning almost every major barbecue competition out there at this point. Don't think that they can just be pigeonholed into competitive barbecue either. BJ's Restaurant and Brewhouse has picked up four of the nine rubs and put them on their permanent menu. And amid glowing reviews, BPS rubs have proven to be a great addition to anyone's pantry. That's why you'll find them in mine as well. Big Papa's has also banded together with fellow California-based rub company, Simply Marvelous Barbecue to form what has now become known as the West Coast Offense, gaining popularity by the day and event. And they've defied conventional wisdom. These two California-based rub makers have cornered the market on competitive barbecue and begun to redefine the flavor profile that competitive cooks from across the country have begun to aim for. Big Papa's website also features an online meat locker with top-quality meats from Snake River Farms shipped right to your door. From the American Kobe beef, the Kurabuda pork, the Double R Ranch meats, Big Papa's meat locker has something for every type of barbecue aficionado. Committed to bringing you the best barbecue flavors on the market, Big Papa Smokers has recently added uh, sauces to their lineup. For instance, last year was Swamp Boy sauce or a fine swine sauce or Granny's barbecue sauce. Who knows what it's going to be this year? Stay tuned for more info on that. Also, the BPS Elite team, 15 of the best competition teams in the country working together to promote camaraderie, competition, barbecue, and to benefit children's charities across the U.S. Keep in mind, Big Papa's has been able to do all this within only five years of being in biz, turning the competition barbecue world on its head, providing customers with the very best barbecue products, becoming a staple of a nationwide restaurant chain, and benefiting children's charities across the U.S. Just the beginning for Big Papa Smokers, and of course the website BigPapaSmokers.com. That's BigPapaSmokers.com. All right, we are back with team number three of the Barbecue Central reality show, TV show, competition show. Tim Shop, Adam Hegel, Tim's Full Belly Deli. Coming up straight ahead. Stick around. We'll be right back. Live from the Barbecue Central Radio Network Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempe. Welcome back. This portion of the Barbecue Central show is being brought to you by Green Mountain Grills, manufacturers of some of the best pellet cookers out there on the market today. If you're looking for a big cooker to house a lot of food, they got one for you. How about something medium size? Got you covered there, too. Something to take on tailgates. Yeah, they got it all. They can also 
supply you with pellets to fire those cookers. Check them out at GreenMountainGrills.com. That's GreenMountainGrills.com. I love my Green Mountain Grill, and you could love yours as well. Again, GreenMountainGrills.com. All right, my first guest tonight make up the final team that I will be following the entire 2016 competition season. They are also in that uh, 15 to 25 event range, a give or take. We're not holding anybody's feet to the fire, per se. Uh, they finished ninth overall in 2015. There was a uh, 40th in chicken, uh, 117th in ribs, for instance. And I'm not getting them on the phone at the moment. Yeah, you know why? Jeez. I told them the wrong time. Oh, no. Get that big stuff out of here. Did I really? Oh, no. All right, stand by. Bad news. I'm an idiot. In case you didn't know, in case you are new to the show, perhaps this is the first time you're tuning in, thinking that you were going to see what some would say is the uh, most professional and uh, well-produced and well-researched and blah, blah. No. No. That's not the case. The fact that I was on the phone with Tim Shop for no less than 15 to 20 minutes today uh, talking about times... How do I never, ever, I, 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 I never get lost in the time zone exchange. That's never me. Ever. It's always somebody else that's in a different time zone for me. I'm in the Eastern time. Now, I understand that sometimes people don't realize that Ohio is uh, still in the Eastern time zone. It is. Still in the Eastern time zone. Um, But nevertheless, I'm talking to Tim. He's in Wisconsin. He's an hour hour behind me. And he said, uh, what time is this? The guy said, oh, yeah, it's it's 1014. So it'll be 914 your time. No, it's absolutely wrong. It couldn't be more incorrect on my part. It's 914 my time, 814 your time. Uh Uh-oh. So I was just like instant messaging him, right? I'm like, dude, I I totally F the pooch on this one. Can you come on right now and help me out, please? Is that possible? Can you drop it all at the – can you drop it all right now and get on the phone so we can do this thing? He's just not home. Of course he's not. He doesn't think he has to be on for another hour. Uh-oh. It's shameful. Shameful. Uh, and for the uh, people that are looking to help, thank you. Thank you. I don't have another segment to, to fit him in. Next segment is Mike McLeod, who probably is in too short of a segment. And uh, the 35 segments, uh, 1035, 935, are not long enough to do a Tim Shop and Adam Hegel 
foundational setup. So, no. He's got to get bumped to next week. Uh Speaking of next week, or speaking of this week, because, you know, I don't know if if I've ever told you or not, but the show has a newsletter, and you can sign up for that at the main website. Uh, Right at the top right, there's a little thing that says newsletter. Wait, it's up on the top navigation. Somewhere it says newsletter. Click uh, click on that, and then uh, put in all you need to put in is an email address. I don't think you need to put in a name. And then every Tuesday around uh, 1600, you will get a a newsletter from me telling you the guests that are going to be on the show. And so forth. So you can sign up for that. But when the newsletter went out today, see, I slow-talked myself. I totally forgot uh, what I was going to say, but I slow-talked myself and I remembered. So when the newsletter went out, right, I got uh, probably 10 or 15 emails within uh, 10 minutes, right? Within 10 minutes of... The email going out and uh, people going, hey, did you forget somebody tonight? Like, well, I don't think I forgot anybody. I put the show together. I've confirmed everybody. I'm trying to think if the, the person, uh, if, if the person who's writing me the email, like it's somebody that I booked that I forgot. And I've done that every now and again. I, yeah, I'm not right by my calendar when I book somebody. I don't jump them in, and then all of a sudden, then it's a nightmare. So they're like, hey, you forgot. Well, here it is. Can anybody tell me who thinks I forgot a guest? I mean, aside from you know me screwing up the whole Tim time. Does anybody think anybody's missing off the show tonight? First one to answer correctly may or may not get something from me out of my uh, substantial prize closet. Uh, Tim Shop is is in the chat room. Uh, Here's the problem. Uh, We're more than halfway through the the allotted time, and I'm I'm just not going to have like a, you know what? Let's do this. Tim, I'm calling you, and uh, we're just going to do some, you know, some very brief stuff. No, not my daughter, Matt. But I'm telling you, 20 people called me and were like, or uh, emailed me back and go, "Hey, forgetting anybody tonight? Forgetting anybody?" I-, I knew exactly who they were talking about before I even was like, "Who?" I just, you know, was wondering who they were talking about. Nevertheless, uh, joining me now is the pitmaster of Tim's Full Belly Deli, Tim Shop. Tim, uh, first of all. I mean, how much of an idiot am I to sit there and confirm times with you and and tell you nine fourteen your time? And I I don't even know what to say. I'm I'm heartily embarrassed. Oh well, ninety miles an hour, we made it home. You were uh, so and so you were on the road, right? Yeah, we had our uh, we had a board meeting for our big competition tonight. Oh boy, hold on one second there, I'm Tim. Home. I'm having a little sound issue with you here. So are you are you on the road now, or are you back home? No, I'm at I'm at home. Oh, okay, great. Uh, so, 
you know, the segment's kind of blown up uh, because of uh, my insolence and ineptitude, but uh, perhaps um, tonight we can just go through uh, a little thing and, uh, you know, maybe just get a little foundation, uh, you know, on you, uh, kind of what you do, you know, for a living and, and how all of a sudden competition barbecue or maybe it wasn't even all of a sudden. Maybe it's just something that's always been around, but kind of how you got into the whole competition barbecue scene. All right. I had uh, I'd been smoking meat for ten, probably 10 years, just backyard stuff for a family. And uh, my wife sent me to a $25 cooking class five years ago, 20, 25 people at a local barbecue store. Some local celebrities, Mad Dog and Merrill, were cooking on a Weber Smoky Mountain. Opened it in the box, took it out, cooked, sold it for 125 bucks. I bought it. Wow. Started cooking on it and playing around and went to a couple barbecue club meetings there. And ended up buying a Traeger 075 and cooked on that for three, four months. Went to a barbecue meeting and a, a guy, Tom McIntosh, T-Mac Smoking, Says, hey, we're having a backyard uh, KCBS style barbecue camp. Why don't you come on out? 100 bucks. So we went out and we took, I think it was second in pork, fourth in brisket, fourth overall, and we were hooked. So we begged these guys to take us to a competition. We went to a competition that would be five years ago 12, 13, 14, yeah, 2011. And uh, ended up 56 out of 57, I think. The only reason we weren't 57th is the guy DQ'd his pork. So, of course, I wanted to take all the equipment, throw it in the ditch on the side of the road, and just go home. And a couple people talked us out of it. And that's when I uh, called a Jack's Old South cooking school, tried to talk to somebody down there. Uh, couldn't find a phone number, so I left an email. Said I wanted to talk to a warm body, and about a half hour later, Myron himself called me. And uh, we talked for about 20 minutes. He told me to pick a meat. So I told him brisket. He said, there's one more competition here. It was in October, I believe it was, at Libertyville, Illinois, 62 teams. And, and I told him he was nuts. We hadn't cooked enough. And he says, uh, just just go. So we didn't do shit in chicken. We didn't do shit in ribs or pork. We took fifth in brisket out of 62. And before we were out of the parking lot, I had an email because I made him a deal that if we got in the top 10, we'd come to his cooking school. And we ended up taking the whole team to the cooking school in January 2012. Went to the cooking school, <clears throat> came home with a 48-inch water smoker in the back of my pickup, and we started 2012. We did 12 comps. Tim Shop joining me here on the show from Tim's Full Belly Deli. Uh, Tim, talk to me about... The cooking class itself, like what what were you getting out of it? Obviously, you know Myron at that point, you know at the, at the height of his uh, popularity, he was he was on television quite a bit. Uh, he had seen a lot of success on the competition scene before anybody even really knew him on uh, on the circuit or on the on TV. So, going into it, what were your expectations? And then after you left, aside from the cooker that you stuck in the back of the pickup truck, what what did you take away from it? Well, I was expect I was expecting a guy standing in front of a mirror showing you something, and uh, there's a few people now in the chat room that were at that class with me. Uh, you know, when a truck pulls up and you got 60 students there, and he comes, they come walking in with 30 Snake River Farm briskets, 
and he puts two guys on each brisket, and he hands you chicken. This was hands-on. He looked over you, watched what you were doing. It wasn't somebody showing us. He made you do it. Um, and outside of how he is on television, I mean, he's a very down-to-earth guy. He, uh, you know, we become, we become friends over the years. As a matter of fact, we're a dealer for him. He, uh, every 15 minutes, he'd look around the class. And if you weren't writing notes, he asked you what the hell you spent 750 bucks for. And uh, I've been to other classes. There's no class that's that in-depth. Um, I've got a group of 19, it was 19, 17 leaving Thursday for his class out of Wisconsin, Illinois, and Michigan. We were supposed to be with him. As you know, my, I lost my son-in-law a couple weeks ago. That's why we backed out, Adam and myself. And uh, I'd send somebody there to every class. I don't think uh, uh, the thing that got me the most is how simple it is. Um, I think I think many cooks have made barbecue too complicated. Uh, Tim, let me ask you. I want to back out of here for a second, and uh, you know, um, when we were messaging a little bit back and forth last week, uh, you wanted me to to make sure that I, I took some time out to kind of pass along your thanks with everything that uh, you, you know. You just mentioned that uh, Sean had passed away couple weeks ago uh, and I know I wanted to make some time for you and I know I kind of screwed this whole segment up here but uh, you know if for the last couple minutes here of this segment uh, I, I wanted to give you some time here to, to talk about Sean and and express you know whatever you wanted to in regards to that whole situation well Sean was a member of our, besides my son-in-law he's a member of our team um, yeah same age as Adam got along good hard-working guy this is something that we still we still don't know what he passed away from. He went in for some kind of a it's actually a routine surgery and it ended up he caught an infection they couldn't find it. They thought they had him back and he went fast. Um, the barbecue community on the hold on a, uh, there's a GoFundMe account we we, uh, we elected to remove him from the hospital move him to a different hospital. We had a twenty eight thousand dollar helicopter ride some experimental medications. The barbecue community, uh, that's why I'm part of this. People ask me, what would make you spend this money to go out on a weekend for a $5 ribbon? Yeah. And that was pretty much, that was pretty much it. Um, we got texts, emails, donations, support from all over the country. And the funeral was, the visitation was, the funeral director told me that in 25 years he never filled a guest book. I mean, it was massive. And when you looked around, it was all barbecue. And, you know, Diane, myself, Adam, and especially my daughter, want to thank the barbecue community for everything they did. It was fantastic. Tim Shop joining me here on the show, uh, Pitmaster Tim's Full Belly Deli. Um, Tim, I, I guess, you know, you, you finished ninth overall uh, KCBS Team of the Year this past season. Uh, and it was a great race that uh, Travis and uh, David had uh, to kind of finish it out for everybody. Uh, as you look ahead, things that uh, you and Adam are either in, in the beginnings or uh, finalizations of, of tweaking, or are you happy with kind of how everything was set flavor profile-wise and program-wise, and you're looking to just carry that in for when you start in 2016? Oh, we're always tweaking. I mean, I started this week. I finally got back into the program. I did a rib test. I did a chicken test. Our ribs and chicken we were having trouble with, and it was a technical problem in the smoker. We were putting pans too close together, I believe, and getting reflection off of pans. And we were getting some burn problems. So 
we're we're tweaking that. Our, our brisket and pork, we don't plan on changing. We've used the same brisket recipe since we left Myron's class. Um, last year, we had a bucket list. The only thing we haven't got yet is a 180. We haven't got a 180 in anything except dessert, and Diane's got six of them. And, and that's basically what we're going for. Um, we want to draw to the Jack. We want an invite, but well, we already got the invite to the Royal. And uh, I think most of all, we want to go back to King, to King and a Smoker. A great event from what I understand. Um, we've done 63 events now. The best. The best. The best. Wow. And we, and we drove it. You know, I mean, we, uh, we went out in a pickup truck with our smoker in the back, a small smoker in the back, and we pulled a jambo for, for uh, Big T. And uh, because of what happened with Sean, we came back like 35 hours straight through. I'd do it again. I'd go to that comp before I'd go to some comps 200 miles away. Wow. Sterling does a fantastic job. Tim Shop is the pitmaster. Tim's full belly deli. Uh, again, Tim, I apologize for uh, screwing the time up here, but we'll go ahead and, and make it up next week. I'll be in touch with you, and, and this time I won't screw it up. But uh, thanks for jumping on here and uh, getting a little bit of cursory information, and uh, we'll do it again in a week's time. Thank you, Greg. Thank right, you, Tim. everybody. Yep, take care. There he is. Tim Shop, Tim's full belly deli, your humble host being a complete idiot, Uh-oh. and he still found a way to manage through my – um, non-smarts and uh, do a very good uh, six, seven-minute interview right there. So uh, that's Tim Shop. Uh, Don G has linked the GoFundMe account for Sean Voigt. So if you're interested in uh, continuing to help out with that, please go ahead. Uh, incredible situation that happened uh, with Tim's daughter's husband, uh, Sean, there. So uh, sorry to see him pass along. But as Tim said, barbecue people are the best. Coming out, showing out, and donating in any ways they can. Uh, the Chops Power Injector System, folks, is the 2015 Barbecue Tool of the Year. Three sizes to fit your injecting needs. From backyard cooks like me to caterers and restaurant chefs and competitors like you, each of the patent-pending Chops Power Injector Systems features not one, not two, but four needles spaced evenly at the perfect distance for even injecting. The number one seller is the half-gallon Chops Power Injector. Designed for the competition cook or the backyard guy. Easy to use. Clean it, fill it, pump it, and go. If you just have one brisket or pork shoulder to do, you don't need to fill it all the way up. Just put in what you need. It's going to use it all. comes with 14-gauge needles, two replacement plastic needle adapters, three plug screws, and a needle protector. 100 bucks plus shipping anywhere. The one-gallon Chops Power Injector System is designed for catering and bigger jobs. It will hold... Double the amount of injection of the half-gallon system, obviously. Some use it in competitions, like when you're cooking Memphis and May, whole hog, or maybe you're looking to do 10 shoulders to get a perfect one. It comes with 14-gauge needles, two replacement needle adapters, three plug screws, and a needle protector. This one's 120 bucks plus shipping. Then you have the Big Daddy, Chops Full Power Injector System. It's electric. It's the commercial and competition big dog. There is not a holding tank like the other two, but this one's got a three-and-a-half-foot pickup tube that you can put in any size container. That's right, from a few ounces to a 55-gallon drum designed for Chef Rob at the best barbecue restaurant in Kansas City. He has said time and time again that with the Chapsville Power Injector Systems, briskets are better than ever. It comes with metal needle adapters, 14-gauge needles, 3-inch, 12-gauge needles, 2-inch, 11-and-a-half-gauge needles, 3-plug screws, a metal needle a needle protector. This is 325 bucks plus shipping anywhere. 
number of the top pit masters in the world use chops power injector system every day to make their barbecue better than the rest here's the thing we live in a foodie world we need flavor in every bite chops power injector system is the way to do it and do it fast you can also pump alcohol into fruit if you want every injector is hand assembled in kansas city missouri they got all the accessories you want you want to shoot medium ground spices they can do it you want uh, four inch 12 gauge needles they can do it they sell replacement stock needle adapters and plug screws they can bulletproof your machine by selling you metal needle adapters chops power injector system gives your barbecue some power barbecuekansascity.com that's barbecuekansascity.com mike mcleod coming up right after this stick around we'll be right back Smoke. Call 877-448-0433 to get on the air. Now, here's your host, Greg Rampey. All right, welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by CookinPellets.com, your number one source for quality wood pellets. For all your pellet-driven cookers, visit CookinPellets.com for more information or purchase. You can also visit Amazon.com as well to purchase. Sometimes they blow it out on the shipping. So be aware of that. Cookinpellets.com. That's cookinpellets.com. Uh, apologize again to uh, Tim Shop for uh, basically uh, throwing a grenade on his segment. But nevertheless, we muddle through. Uh, the Sam's Club Barbecue Series is locked in for 2016. Now entering its fifth season. What's new this year? No better person on the show to talk about it than the CEO and the creator of the World Food Championships, also CEO and president of MMA Creative, which is the uh, marketing firm that has been a longtime partner for KCBS now. Let's go ahead and race over to the hotline and welcome back. Good friend of the show, Mike McLeod. Mike, how are you, buddy? I'm great. How are you, Greg? Doing absolutely fabulous, Mike. Always appreciate the time. And uh, a number of things I wanted to get to tonight, kind of in the, the short end of the segment here, but uh, Sam's is set for another season, and in the beginning of each season is the registration process that took place last week. Crashes, server issues, calls of ineptitude, threats of violence, and the experts coming out of the woodwork with solutions of any and all types on where else? Social media, of course. So let's do this first, Mike. In the start of the sixth year, is it unrealistic to assume that the registration process should go off without a hitch at this point? I don't know if it's unrealistic, but it's a, it's a huge challenge for us every year to get ready for this. It's, uh, it gets bigger and bigger. There's more and more traffic for it. The website gets more, uh, more, it gets larger and, uh, more challenging, uh, to, uh, to not only operate normally, but to, to handle massive loads and massive traffic all at once. So, um, to ease your, your concern, we had looked into this and thought about it a great deal. We had a, had it pretty well covered last year, probably went smoothest that it ever had. So we felt pretty good about the memory capacity and server utilization lined up for uh, last Tuesday night. Turns out we just had twice the actual um, uh, usage and hit to, to the server. So it crashed in about two minutes. Um, we had over 24,000 user sessions which, uh, if you're doing the math, that's a heck of a lot. Last year, we had 12,000 user sessions. 
in the first five minutes. So that when you consider that the website, and I'm, I'm talking about a lot of things that I didn't know much about two weeks ago, <laughs> uh, so, so bear with me. Um, but when you think that the website has maybe 10 to 20 files uh, on the website, that's a gross understatement uh, or gross underestimate. Uh, and every time someone is trying to log on to it, um, the server is trying to serve those files to someone else's computer. Um, you can see where 24,000 user sessions can add up at an overwhelming rate because people are trying to refresh, and so it starts the server again. And that's what we experienced. We, we ran into a RAM issue that we've never seen before. Um, if we'd have had two dedicated servers to it, probably wouldn't have been a problem. If um, we had done what we did in about 15 minutes, which was expand server utilization to about four times uh, the normal load, um, everything started coming back online and everyone was able to get uh, access to it. It probably wouldn't have happened, but, but it was a lot. Last year was uh, nowhere near this load. Uh, so I think it's just a sign of the growth of the website and the growth of the interest in this in this. Um, uh, series. It's also a sign of growth of, of platforms. What we also discover is that one team might be using two or three platforms trying to get in, whether a mobile device, a computer, or an iPad. So if we were just getting eaten up and then the server just got crushed, but we still set an all-time record within one hour of registering 555 teams. So I'm proud of my team for being there, being available, and addressing the issue immediately as soon as we saw it. We were trying to discuss it on the chat form that we had going and had it up and running an hour before, uh, and then we were addressing it on social media. We had about 38 people in the universe of 38,000 users of Facebook and followers of Facebook. We had about 38 people make a negative comment. So, um, yeah, it's frustrating for some, but this is growing pains. And we were right in the, in the middle of the growing pains, and we did the best that we could with it. Mike McLeod joining me here on the show. So I guess th those were my two follow-up questions. Uh, one would be if you just would have expanded right off the top, it sounds like none of this would have happened. And then secondarily, this is a vocal minority chirping, and it's fair to say that uh, the majority of folks um, aren't necessarily – maybe they, they're indifferent that, you know, it's – Maybe they expect it, or it's a little thing, but it didn't go on for hours and hours and hours on end. They're in. They got where they wanted to go. Boom, that's it. Well, you know, a lot of people are very uh, patient and understanding, and some people are not. And uh, like I said, we had 38 people that wanted to just hang every one of us in the middle of the process. Um, instead of allowing us to deal with the issue, which we did in 15, 20 minutes. Um yeah, I mean it's it's just uh, it's part of it's part of being in, in the hot seat. I call it the hottest hour in barbecue. Uh, we still got through it. Uh, set over 700 teams are registered now. If you consider 555 teams got registered in one hour, and we had 38 people who complained, um, you know, I, I don't mind having those odds. I never, I, I would never. I like to be in a position where we have never have no negative commentary. I wish that could happen, but. I've learned after 10 years of being in barbecue um, and being aligned with a hundred different projects that um, you can, you certainly cannot please everyone all the time. And we're, um, we're proud of the Sam's Club National Barbecue Tour. We're proud of uh, the work that, that we do day in and day out that people never get to see 
never hear, um, never understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the one moment that everything is absolutely public and out there. Uh, the server that we had uh, was ramped up from one gigabyte worth of worth of server capacity to two gigabytes, which handled everything fine last year. That one gigabyte handles five million page views a year, Greg. Five million page views. So um, it's pretty stout, and it just had to get more stout. It had to have um, it had to be Popeye on spinach <laughs> for about two hours, and uh, we have now left that wide open to the to the 4x capacity uh, to get through uh, tomorrow night's next big run, which is the judges. Uh, registration. Uh, we expect that everything's going to go smooth with that, but you never know. I mean, something might pop up, but uh, we'll we'll be there. I'll have a team of uh, eight people, including a, a technical IT director on standby, and we if we see any issues, we'll address them immediately. So that's, that's the best you can do, unless we want to create a server farm, which costs about a million dollars a year. Um, <laughs> I don't think KCVS wants to write that check. But uh, if they do, you know, we're we're ready and willing to set up a server farm to do it, something like this. Why not? I mean, for, you know, a couple hours out of the year, you might as well spend a million dollars on server farms. It makes fiscal sense to me. Sure. Uh, Mike <laughs> it McLeod, makes a lot of sense. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Mike McLeod joining me here on the show. Uh, you know, Michael, a lot of the same stuff going on in Sam's as far as uh, finish top six to go a regional, uh, still need to be top ten to get to the final. Are there any new rule tweaks or procedural items folks need to know about before we kind of kick it off here for the 2016 campaign? Uh, two big things that are happening this year, and they're really both on the Sam's front side. We, we feel like the process and the procedure that we developed, uh, even have representation at the master judge level at the championship, is a smart well-oiled machine right now. The two things that Sam's added to, to the mix this year, one is uh, they're kicking it off with an invitational in Puerto Rico uh, for any past regional or series champion who wants to go duke it out in a, in a special grilling challenge, which I'm not going to give away uh, uh, the secrets to. Um, they get a chance to win another piece of a $10,000 prize purse in Puerto Rico and have a nice weekend in February. So that's how the tour is being kicked off this year. And secondly, Sam's Club is ramping up on, on their marketing in um, with videos and uh, media like we, social media support like we've never seen before. Um, they're probably spending just as much on that this year as they are on, on the prize purse, which is going to give us a, a big more, uh, another big boost to barbecue, another rising tide. So we've been waiting for them to, to jump on board in a big way, uh, which they have on, on the process and on the tournament. And now they're doing it uh, in the marketing side of things, so we're real tickled about that. Uh, Mike, is the Invitational uh, in Puerto Rico something that you brought to Sam's? Uh, did they bring the idea to you? Was it a collaborative thing? How does that kind of come to the table? Uh, everything we do with Sam's is collaborative. Uh, they knew that we were – KCS has been putting a lot of effort into the international expansion over the last year. I've been keeping them abreast of all that stuff, and – um, to their credit, they, they said, well, why don't we join in that a little bit and maybe kick off the tour with something fun? Um, they, what, what happens in Puerto Rico will stay in Puerto Rico. It won't, it won't impact um, the tour. But uh, they just wanted to experiment with it. So hopefully this is you know, a step in a whole new direction that may turn this into a global phenomenon for the Sands Club Tour. We don't, we don't, I can't speak for them on that front, but uh, they have just been a phenomenal and great partner, and 
and uh, they're trying to grow with KCBS. Uh, two quick questions about the Puerto Rico thing, and we'll move on to something else. Do you have any idea how this one will be attended and what's being done about, like, cookers and, and meats and all that other stuff? I, uh, I, I, If we weren't preparing, if I wasn't preparing for the banquet this weekend where I'm doing three speeches and a board meeting, um, I would probably be more up to speed and could answer that question. But what I know right now, the, the smartest thing for us to do was to tie into an existing event. Uh, I'm not... Uh, very familiar with that event other than I know it's successful and it has about uh, 40, 50 teams attending it. Uh, there is a real barbecue contest, KCS sanctioned event going on. I wish I could tell you the name of it right now, but all of my brain cylinders are, are not functioning perfectly right now. Um, so we're, we, I don't know what the attendance is. Um, I, I do know that it's, uh, we're going to be a featured element. The uh, grilling challenge will be a, like a who's who celebrity barbecue team. Here's region champion number, region three champion from 2013. Welcome so and so. It'll be that kind of fun entertainment uh, driven grilling challenge. But there's real money on the line too. Uh, Mike, is there a date set for the finals in Bentonville yet? No, it, um, we, it we have not set it because, to my knowledge, unless this has happened since the national championship. Um, the, the, the Arkansas, uh, football schedule has not been nailed down for all of their home games. So one of the things that we always look at and Sam's club is very sensitive to is the home schedule for the Arkansas university of Arkansas football team. Um, and then I think there's also another big event that the, uh, bike blues and, uh, what is it? Blues and, and, uh, barbecue, something event go, going on in that time frame of the year too. So we tried to we try to play nice with those couple of things and make sure that we hit on a weekend that we're not conflicting with the other barbecue event, and we're not going to be um, overshadowed by a home uh, home game for Arkansas. Uh, that's so crazy, when, when right? We, I mean, when it, we see that schedule, we'll, we'll release a date. Can you imagine you have to work around barbecue on whether the college football team is playing or not? I mean, that's big business down there, right? It's huge business. Um, I think we always have great, great attendance from Sam's Club corporate headquarter uh, associates. Um, but if we ever were to hold this thing on a home game for Arkansas, we'd probably it'd be like a ghost town <laughs> because everyone goes to the game. So. Um, we, we just we just have to be careful and keep that in mind when we're scheduling. Mike, let me ask you one last question here before I let you go tonight. I appreciate the time as always. Uh, when you were up in Cleveland with uh, Lauren Hill doing the fabulous food show, uh, we were kind of uh, off air and, and talking a little bit uh, while we were having some dinner, enjoying some libations. Uh, and I said, hey, what about for Sam's Club? Um, well, when and you're in, can you bring that to Sam's and say, hey, this is something we're going to do. Uh, you, you show up. It's like a, an open, and if you win it, you're automatically right into the finals. Kind of like that golden ticket, like you get on American Idol. If other teams than the one than the ones that qualified, if they were to win a challenge and get in, was that the question? Uh, no, like you, you don't even you just register. It's a, it's just like a, a one off event, kind of like this yeah. uh, Puerto Rico. So oh, whoever wants like to register, and then if you win it, you go right to the finals. Boom. 
Well, um, it's a neat idea. Uh, I, I wouldn't be opposed to it. I'd probably want to run that by a lot of teams who have to earn their way up the ladder. Uh, you know, there's a the, the process in play right now is a true tournament. But and but Mike, some re- some asshole is going to win the Powerball tomorrow and become a billionaire. <laughs> I mean, it's like the same thing, right? Well, I tell you what, if, if that asshole happens to be in barbecue, maybe we can convince him or her to underwrite that kind of program. That'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, Mike McLeod joining me here on the show. Uh, Sam's Club, MMA Creative, World Food Championships, what we didn't get to tonight, but we'll do that in our next conversation. Always appreciate the time, Mike. Thanks so much. Same here. Thank you, Greg. All right, there he is, Mike McLeod, talking about Sam's Club. So, hey. Who, if if you go, if you did well, or if you make that list of uh, invitees to go down to Puerto Rico, that's the question for the chat room. Are you would you go to Puerto Rico for a barbecue competition? You tell me. Does that hold any interest or or value? There's a event going down at the Caribbean Barbecue Association, thanks to Dennis Daniel. Anybody going down for that? I don't know. That sounds like it might be fun, if you know what I mean. All right, let me talk to you quickly about Cook Shack. Cook Shack's philosophy. Let me not talk about that. Let me talk to you about the IQ5 controller, innovative technology for smoker ovens that have changed the face of barbecue with the release of the new IQ5 digital controller. The IQ5 controller is the newest technology in commercial cooking and smoking. Restaurants, food trucks, competition cooks, backyard chefs alike enjoy sleep with the ability to set the smoker, leave it, come back in the morning with a day's worth of smoked foods to purvey. The IQ5 controller allows for up to three stages of cooking, including smoke, cook, and rest steps. Since wood produces more heat under 180 degrees Fahrenheit. All three of these stages are important. Smoke stage adds the smoke flavor. The cook stage gets the food to the required internal temperatures, while the rest stage allows that meat to stay hot while sitting in the smoker until the food is served. Consistency easier than ever to achieve. The IQ5 controller includes a digital readout, meat probe attachment, USB port to download and keep track of cooking cycles. With the IQ5 controller, you have the option to download your smoking, cooking, and holding logs to the USB flash drive. The IQ5 controller will maintain 1,023 cycles. That equals 512 hours of cook time. The controller is standard equipment on CookShack commercial smoker ovens with a capacity of 100 to 750 pounds. Options are available for upgrading your current equipment from the IQ4 to the IQ5 controller as well. The CookShack's IQ5 controller has the ability to program your preset buttons eight preset buttons by the way come programmed with standard meat cuts such as brisket ribs prime rib however changing the presets are as easy as pie using your times and temperatures then pressing the coordinating preset in less than five seconds how about that set yourself apart from the competition with this great new feature and do it this year in 2016 make that your promise for more information about the anq5 controller or any cook shack commercial or competition smoker please give cook shack a call at 800 Four two three zero six nine eight. That's eight hundred four two three zero six nine eight. Or better yet, visit them on the interwebs. Cookshack.com. That's cookshack.com. Looking forward to starting another year with Cookshack. By the way, has anybody had this? This is delicious. It's sparkling apple juice. It is totally not alcoholic. No, it's delicious. 
I feel like a kid in a candy store. All right, uh, we're back to wrap the first hour right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. Big name interviews, advice on cooking brisket and ribs, and the only host willing to share his honest opinion on all things important in the world of barbecue. It's the Barbecue Central Show. Six two two zero zero nine six six. Greg at the BBQ Central Show dot com. Matt Boer weighing in. Wow, just wow, Greg. I hope you topped it with a shot. No. I've made a New Year's resolution starting over the weekend that starting Sunday night and going through Thursday night, I will be taking zero alcoholic drinks. That's right. Gotta let the time uh, for your liver to. Heal from the weekend. I mean, God, I wanna, I wanna say that I used to be able to, or that I, I can still do it like I used to back in the college days. I can't, can't recover. Glass of wine here or there during the week, maybe, but I'm, I'm, I'm going dry during the business week. That's what I'm doing. Sunday through Thursday, it's not me. So you're gonna see a lot more. Myers Brothers sparkling apple juice accompanying me than uh, probably anything else. Thanks again to Mike McLeod for joining me. This past segment talked about the uh, impending 2016 Sam's Club. Uh, we should be, we, the show, should be on board uh, with Sam's Club as well starting in March. So if you have become accustomed and like the Sam's Club updates and uh, finding out where the tour is rolling into each and every week, I think we're pretty much set up on that. We'll uh, be able to tighten that up here over the next couple weeks. And then March 1st, we should be kicking off again with Sam's Club for like the third year in a row. Great. Love partnering with large organizations like Sam's. Diane, I, what did I just say? I would try apple beer, but not during Sunday through Thursday. This show is between Sunday and Thursday. It is. You know, you're just trying to get me loaded i'm not gonna do it i didn't cave under peer pressure in high school i'm not going to do oh it's not alcoholic all right let's do it i'm down i'm down all right i'm going to grab another sparkling apple juice you reload too with whatever you like and uh, we'll head into the second hour you're listening and watching the barbecue central show we're here on the barbecue central radio networks live from cleveland ohio it's the Barbecue Central Show. This is Jennifer Polymus from Shalote, North Carolina, and this is Barbecue Central. Happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. Boing. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Hit me. Fine. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you have a great show. I'm a big fan. Boing. <laughs> 
So what 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 seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead, and he's in the in the crackle. Charbono, it's all about the Charbono, dude. Succulent fish, what? He ate fifty four wieners. Oh, listen, Liberty, it's a shit face. I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seed. <laughs> we have top men working on it right now. Just like that, we are into the second hour. Hey there. You found the Barbecue Central show. It's the show that talks about all things important in the world of barbecue and grilling. We broadcast live and direct from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city. I'm your host, Greg Rempe. Happy to have you here. Hey, did you miss the first hour? Well, that first interview segment, you didn't miss Jack. Okay? That's what I'm telling you. I screwed it all up like crazy. So if you want to go hear me screw it up, get it on the podcast. It'll be up in an hour and 55 minutes from now. But I promise to redeem myself in the second hour. And if I don't, I mean, what do you want from me? Trying my hardest for crying out loud. Just because I don't know how to, you know, do things correctly all the time. What do you want from me? All right, I got to find this. Music. Got to find this music. Olympic sports podcast opener. All right. We're getting ready to do the barbecue, uh, the weekly barbecue roundup. Here we go. Hold on. This is going to get loud here. All right. Wow. Oh, right. It's loud in my ear because of my yeah. Never mind. All right, weekly barbecue roundup time coming, folks. Keep going, keep playing. Uh, the weekend of Jan- the week. Oh my god! Hold on. God, that's annoying. Where's that dumb stuff? Here we go. Much better. All right, uh, this is your weekly barbecue roundup. Hey, Tim. Tim. That guy, that guy, he's always bugging me. Hate that guy. Covering the weekend of January 8th and 9th. Nash- KCBS, by the way. National Western Barbecue Throwdown, Denver, Colorado. Winning at Joe Bob's Barbecue. Congratulations to Joe Bob's. 36 teams. He got 697.68 points. Congratulations. We move to Texas. Point of note. Next weekend is IBCA's Hold'em and Hit'em in Houston. A big one with 150 cooks slash teams going to be there. Lone Star Barbecue Society's Cooker Year Contest is next weekend as well. However, we go to the results for this past weekend. IBCA, 
the Musies County Junior Livestock Show in Robston, Texas, down by Corpus Christi. Winning that one, Rio Valley Meats, Fred Robles. Here's a point of note. Fred is number one in IBCA points now ahead of last year's champ, Incognito, Danny Luera. Luera. Fred won 10 GCs and three RGCs last year. Ooh. Nothing happening in the Lone Star Barbecue Society. Nothing happening in Texas Gulf Coast either. So, just like that, the weekly barbecue roundup is over. Wow. That's really some of the... I got it. Here's the problem. I can't... YouTube has really cracked down on, uh, you know, music that they'll allow. I mean, heaven forbid you use somebody's really cool music anymore. They put they block it in some countries. If I go to my video manager and I use a song, that's why uh, you notice I've gone to straight three years hollow. I don't use any of the country rap in the second hour anymore. I mean, I have permission from uh, Dusty. I forget what his rap name is. Bird and, and the other guy. Big Tex. I have his permission, but uh, YouTube doesn't know that. So they block my videos in some countries. And it's been a day for me, hasn't it? It's been a day. Still to come on the show tonight, Ryan Grubb, Backdraft Barbecue. We will recap that Denver competition that I just talked about in the weekly barbecue roundup. And at 1035, we have, can a seventh grader say it, for your prize? What's your prize? Dave Bosca's Grilling Oil. Yes. Now, I asked you in the beginning of the first hour, do you think there's anything missing? Because I got 20 emails saying, hey, forget to forget something this week, did you? You tell me if I forgot something. I'll tell you. Let me talk about this just for a sec. I don't remember exactly, was it last It might be two weeks ago this coming Friday, right? Uh, Bill Cosby was arrested for some type of sex thing uh, in in Pennsylvania, and boom, he was out. And then he made, like, I forget what the bail, million dollars or whatever. I mean, is it bizarre to, to anybody else? Uh, I don't know Bill Cosby from a hole in the ground. We're not personal friends. We have nothing uh, to do. He's never been on this show before. Uh, I've appreciated the Cosby show and uh, the comedy uh, album Bill Cosby himself. I used to do a whole bit, the Dennis bit with the rubber mouth thing. I used to I used to have the whole thing memorized when I was uh, a Ute in New York. And I understand that statutes of limitations have run out and all that. If if you are a person, man, and you have no less than 50, 50 women come out and recount the same, more or less, story about you getting them to your apartment or wherever it was, and getting them upstairs and getting a drink, and all of a sudden they're a little bit 
woozy, like they got mickeyed. And then, you know, you leave the next day feeling less than demure. 50 women. Nobody talks about it. Nobody has been talking. I mean, this is, you hear it every now and again. Uh, You hear more about the presidential race every day, pounding and pounding and pounding. Between who's the bigger dope, right? I mean, we're fucked. On either side, we are. There's no best candidate unless somebody pops up out of nowhere, whatever. But nobody was talking about the Bill Cosby thing. Does anybody realize? 50? So I think it's like common knowledge that, uh, let's say, if 50 people come forward, there's a uh, overwhelming majority of women that, uh, for whatever reason, still don't come forward. Uh, maybe they're still embarrassed. Maybe uh, they feel that they don't want to relive it again or, or whatever. And I have three daughters, only daughters. And I want them to, if any, oh, God, if anything happened to them like that, I would want them to feel strong enough inside and have enough self-worth to go to a law person, the police, or come to me or whatever and say, this is what's happened. So, if 50 people go through and come forward, does that mean that there are 200 or 300 or 400 people? This has gone on for like 20 years? 50 times 20? I mean, what? It's, it's not out of the realm of possibility to say that while uh, Bill Cosby was considered America's dad and a very funny guy and all that stuff, could be the most prolific serial rapists ever. Ever. Could be the most prolific serial rapist ever. That is not sensational. It is not for tabloid, say, or anything like that. Uh, That is the bottom line. Think about it. And nobody talks about it. Nobody talks about it. Feel bad for his wife? Absolutely. Your fault. Come on, call, blow the whistle. You know the philandering is going on. Forget the philandering, the raping. I have three daughters. Guys raping all over the place for years and decades. 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 Most prolific serial rapist ever. Bill Cosby. Nobody's talking about it. That's fine. All right, gang, if you're like me, you're thinking of ways to step up the barbecue and grilling game. No better or easier way to do that than by adding a little butcher's barbecue to your arsenal. That's right, folks. Go to the website, the new website, butcherbbq.com. Check it out. Peruse around. Get used to the layout. And then get to the ordering. Oh, my goodness. If you're looking for the injections, you know he's got them. The beef injection, the pork injection, the prime injection, the bird boosters. He's got it all there, butcherbbq.com. If you're looking for go-to rubs and sauces, you've hit the mother load here as well. Butcher's Barbecue has a full line of award-winning rubs. They have a great sauce as well, and from what I understand, they're getting ready to release some new products to the market. 
And I'm not just talking about the stuff that I talk about each and every week. Grilling oils. Yeah, I mean, those are kind of like solidified products now. These are going to be new products that Dave's going to be coming out with. Also, if you used to use injections from Dave and you've decided that you wanted to try somewhere else and they suck, yeah, well, we understand that. Go to ButcherBBQ.com. Click on the trade-in link. It's still up there. I just was perusing the website today, ordering some of my own grilling oil. Thank you. And you can click the trade-in link, print out the label, send your commercially made injections to Dave. He will weigh it. And then in return, he will send you back his products. It's just his way of making not only uh, his customers happy, his competition's customers happy as well. That's right. Head on over to ButcherBBQ.com. That's ButcherBBQ and stock up. Don't worry about shipping either. Everything, no matter how much you buy, 8 bucks for shipping. He is killing the United States Postal Service, and he's enjoying every second. It's a win, 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 win. You order $7,000 worth of Butcher Barbecue products, ships for 8 bucks, Just like that. All right, uh, we're going to be re- uh, we're gonna be joined by Ryan Grubb from Backdraft Barbecue to talk about the National Western Barbecue Throwdown that took place in Denver, Colorado this past weekend as we come out of the break. Stick around. We'll be right back. Live from the Barbecue Central Radio Network Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey. of the show is being brought to you by Amazon.com. Go to my website, thebbqcentralshow.com, and click on the Amazon link at the top of the navigation. Whatever you buy through there, it doesn't increase anything on your end, but the website will get a little kickback, and we certainly appreciate that, if you know what I mean. All right. I'm hearing something in my ear. I'm getting a voicemail from Ryan. Times it takes. So here's the deal. Uh, I don't know if I'm letting the cat out of the bag or if this is like known. He's probably racing out of his engagement to take the call. This is why I like hearing in my ear. It almost feels like I have like that. uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, can you see this? No, you can't see it. I have this thing in my ear. I can hear. You know, otherwise, like, I have the big headphones, right? Hmm. Yeah, that's not good.
two voicemails in a row. Troublesome. Is that you? Hello? 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 No, not you. We'll give it a minute or two. I mean, it's not like I have a wealth of information to get to myself anyway. I would. Let me say this. If you missed the show last week, I'm debating whether or not you should. If you missed the show last week and you've missed most of the show tonight, and I'm going to tell you which podcast you should go back and listen to first, I would go back and listen to last week's podcast. Not only is last week's show the best show I've done in 2016, because it's like the only one I've done, right? Could be one of the best shows I've done in recent memory. Now, I know a lot of people were very high on the Tuffy Stone interview that went two segments. A lot of people loved it. A lot of people love seeing Tuffy back on the show. Tuffy gave a cooking class this past weekend, so... I don't know if anybody went to that that's in the chat room, but if you uh, had a, a good time there, you know, please feel free to, to post what a great time you had or the one thing you took away, or maybe you want to keep that as a secret since you paid, you know, whatever it was, uh, 800, 900 bucks or whatever. But a lot of people liked Ray Lampy's take on competition barbecue. So here's what I'm doing. I happen to have, I'm making a new uh, folder. So like a couple weeks ago, I was like, hey, if you you are familiar with audio processing or, you know, whatever, can you, do I have this? Oh, I don't even have any raw ones finished yet. Yee gads. Let's go to the raw. Um... Ray Lampy burns. Okay. So here's Ray's take. If you missed it on competition barbecue last week, worth the re-listen here. Uh, Ray, we've got a couple of minutes left, so I want to circle back to something that you said when we were talking about the injections. Um, you had mentioned uh, kind of offhandedly that there were some things going on in competition barbecue right now that you don't agree with. And I was wondering if you couldn't, you know, list a couple of those out. Yeah, I'd be happy to. I, I had the pleasure of judging the Jack this year, the American Royal Invitational. Um, what else did I judge? I, I've judged, you know, I, I've been out there and judged some of the top food in the country this year. And uh, it, it, it's just, it's so similar for one, you know, everybody's just, nobody has the, and I don't know, it's probably a smart thing to do, but I just hate that everybody's doing the exact same thing. Nobody uses straight blues hog anymore. And I know there's a bunch of knockoff blues hogs, but they've all got that hint of that flavor. This stuff's exceedingly sweet. I mean, some of it was just ridiculous. Um, and, and the pork, I mean, what is going on with that? What the hell is all those different pieces of the pork butt? That's ridiculous. It all kind of tastes and feels the same it's it's just i just think it's ridiculous there's no barbecue joint on the planet where you would get that any pork 
and you're close to that. I actually said that to Darren Worth one day, and he said, no, that's not true. We serve money muscle, but they roast <laughs> it and serve it with gravy and mashed potatoes. For you know, They cook so many butts that they just, like, one day a week, they cut all the money muscles off, and it's a weekly special. But nobody on the planet is serving that. So I... To me, it barely qualifies as barbecue. Maybe it doesn't. I don't even know. I just don't get that. Why Why don't you just put some pork in the box? How does that make it better? And then the chicken. The chicken's just ridiculous. Oh, I judge that thing down in Homestead, the uh, um, the Michael Mixon thing, whatever they're called. Yeah, it. like the, the Speedway Racer barbecue smoking thing or whatever. Yeah, yeah smoking at the track. So that was top 10 top teams as well. Uh, the chicken is just embarrassing to me. I'm sorry. I was, I was sitting with Byron, uh, Bad Byron, a couple a couple months ago, having a couple of beers, and and we were talking about it. Like, is that even barbecue? If you take some chicken and put it in a pan full of margarine and cook it in your barbecue pit, and then put a bunch of sweet goopy sauce on it, and it actually goes on the grill for ten minutes, is that even barbecue? And I contend it may not be. I would say no if I was forced to make a decision on that. Um, and I've been around a long time, you know, I know it sounds bitter. I, I, I'm bec- I feel like I'm becoming Paul Kirk some days. I'm just a, a angry old prick, but I, but I really don't feel that way. You know, I won two barbecue contests in 2011. It's not that long ago. Um, I just feel it's gotten so every, and you can't blame you. You spent a lot of money and these guys go cook so much. You can't blame them for not wanting to do different things and, yeah. and lose it's just a shame that it has somehow evolved to that because there's no rule that says you have to turn in thighs with mushy skin. But there's a whole lot of judges that will talk about the bite through skin. Fuck that. It's chicken. When I put chicken on my smoker, sometimes the chicken's crispy. Sometimes it's rubbery. So what? That's what smoked chicken is like. It, it's not mushy. Uh, so, yeah. Any, is that enough for you? Wow, Ray Lampy shot out of a cannon. Boom, bring it. Hey, I'm serious about that stuff. It really doesn't bother me. Because I, 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 I wish that they, somehow they needed to or need still need to adjust the rules to reward a little bit of creativity. I, I see almost none. And I think it's wrong. Yeah, I totally agree. And I've uh, railed on the the same uh, ideas and and what's happening out there for what seems to be years now. Uh, We're talking with Ray Lampy, Dr. Barbecue. Uh, He is joining me for the monthly Ask Dr. Barbecue segment. A great one to kick off the beginning of the year in 2016. And uh, we will do it again in the lover's month of February, Ray. Thanks for coming out. Always a pleasure, Greg. Talk to you soon. All right, there he is, Ray Lampy, Dr. Barbecue. Wow. Look out, ladies and gentlemen. Ray Lampy has something to talk about tonight, and it is uh, the craziness of what is deemed competition barbecue. Hoof! Yeah. So if you missed it, that's why. And and I think he didn't necessarily get lost in it because I got a lot of emails saying how great Ray was or that was the best Ray Lampy appearance I've uh, seen slash heard on the show ever. And Ray's been doing the show since the beginning, like 2007. I did a podcast, like straight old school podcast with him where I would long form interview him and then doctor up the footage and give you the best 20 minutes or so. So Ray's been around the show for, you know, seven, eight years going on 70 so this show will have been on the air february 7 2008 was the very first time the show saw live footage or, or live action out of a irish pub in willoughby ohio all the way back when 
And they're saying that that was by far. My parents sent me a text message as soon as Ray got off the air and said, Ray Lampy is spectacular. His appearance is the best ever. We would love to invite him down to our house for dinner. And they live in Florida. My parents aren't inviting anybody to dinner. They're inviting Ray Lampy. I said, well, you know, in an effort to maybe not have it weird, either have a Chad over, you know, in, in my replace or wait until I come back down there and uh, I'll bring Ray over from St. Pete and we can, you know, hang out on the lanai and barbecue. How great would it be to have Dr. Barbecue at your parents' house and like doing barbecue stuff and, and throwing beers and then maybe, uh, you know, taking a little uh, skinny dip in the pool? Uh-oh. I think it would be great. Be wonderful. And then, of course, uh, Travis Clark's appearance last week, which went for, you know, not well over an hour, but over an hour. And we covered it all. We, we recapped his KCBS season last year, winning team of the year. Uh, there was some uh, potentially controversial questions that I asked, I guess. And it was great. I mean, Travis was no holds barred. Uh, I believe he was on Chad's uh, show last night, but or tonight, and I did not get a chance to listen to that live. So I'll have to go back and listen to that after the fact. But he was great. So again, if I'm here to tell you which show that you should get at 11:55 tonight, if you miss both and you're going to decide, do I want to listen to tonight's show or do I want to listen to last week's show because I missed them both? Listen to last week's. Get your pump, or better yet, listen to the show first tonight. Uh-oh. Then listen to last week's, and that way you're at least going out on a high note. Oh, go out on the high note. Blake Moody is going to Three Eyes Cooking School this coming weekend. What does that run you, Blake? Doug Shiding, Tim uh, Tim Clark. It's, a, it's Travis Clark, by the way, Doug. You're Texas guy, so you don't know. Tim Clark was awesome. Like, hey, that Tim Clark, man, he's a good cooker, boy. Hey. That's not my Texas accent. That's just something I like to do. I have a really good Texas accent. By the way, if we're talking about Texans. Let's talk about Johnny Trigg. And as we all know, Johnny Trigg don't know me. He doesn't know me. He doesn't know me. He would love it, but he don't know me. Coming up next segment. Can a freshman say it? I don't know. I do have time for this now, though. Oh, I think. Oh, I hate this. I thought I moved my iTunes thing over. You know, they changed the color of the uh, iTunes icon. I don't even own anything Apple. I mean, I, I do for my kids. Like, I bought it. I don't personally have an iPhone. Nah, not, that's not necessarily true either. My work phone is an iPhone, but I wouldn't personally own an iPhone. Doug, I'll let it slip this time because you're the embedded Texas correspondent. Uh-oh. Next time... You're fired. I mentioned this last week. No better time than the present than to go to my podcasts 
Let's go to the store. Let's go to the BBQ Central show. Now, I'm hoping. Let me see. Let me see if I can't screenshot this first. Remove Ray here. Because you guys should see this, too. Because some people sometimes think that maybe I'm making stuff up. And I have no reason to make stuff up. You're probably not going to be able to read this, but that's all right. So if you're not familiar with how uh, iTunes works, this is the iTunes page for the Barbecue Central show, and it lists um, you know, all these different shows that I have, January 5th and December 10th and blah, blah, blah. You can also go to uh, reviews, which are somewhere. Here we go. Podcast. So here's my extensive, you know, 100, 100 shows that are most recent 100 shows. And then right here in the middle, you can go to a thing that says ratings and reviews. And this has been reviewed 43 times. And... 53 of them are uh, five stars or more. Three are four stars. One is three. One is two. One is one. You might be asking yourself, what does a one get you? Well, I'm glad you asked. What does a one rating sound like? Let me add myself so you can see me. Put me up here in the corner and change my color. There we go. Now I'm blending in very well. Not really well, but well enough. Here's the first one. This is what a one star rating sounds like. If you hate my show, if you hate my show, this is how you write it. Actually, I don't know if he hates me. You tell me. Item up for review. The title is Just a Two-Hour Advertisement Rating One Star by Yo Mama's Cooking School. Right away, I'm a little skeptical that this is somebody that's real. Yo Mama's Cooking School. Does this person have a link? Yes. Yo Mama's Cooking School has reviewed many. Oh, boy. This is great. All right, so he has a head soccer app, which he loves. He loves Instagram. Yeah. He has a uh, the, the Message, which is a podcast, and uh, iTunes Barbecue, uh, Bill West. One star rating for Bill West, one star rating for The Message, one star rating for the Barbecue Central show. So... It appears he has an axe to grind. Anyway, here's what a one rating sounds like by your mama's cooking school. This was left on September 17th, 2015. I respect him for being an unapologetic. I'm sorry. <clears throat> I respect him for being unapologetic about using his podcast to make money. But for a two-hour show... About an hour and a half of the show is ads and product placements. 
Just getting through the start of the show takes 15 minutes of reading sponsors. I get it. He has to make money. But it greatly interferes with the quality of the show. Uh-oh. What? Wow. So you respect me for being a whore. Was that it? You like me for that? All right. I guess that's okay. Your mama's cooking school. Who didn't have anything good to say about Bill West or the other podcast that got one star. Let me address a few things here. Uh, Out of a two-hour show, 90 minutes is not product placement or ads. It's not. Not. Two minutes and 45 seconds Times six is how much live read you get. And then there is pre-roll in the front if you listen to it on podcast. But you don't get that in the live show. Hey, yo, mama, tune in live if you don't like it. Then you miss the front. Then you just got to suffer through the 12 minutes that you get. 13 minutes, whatever. I mean, come on. I don't even do it pre-produced like I used to with the ad rolls where they were like real commercials and I would actually take a break. I'm talking for two freaking hours, asswipe. (laughs) Then we have a two-star. You ever wonder what a two-star sounds like? Yeah. Where's the meat? Splinterville Woodworker left this one August 18th. Between the ads, the overdone sound effects... Yelling and screaming, needless redundancy and crappy music. There's an occasional nugget of knowledge, but it's hard to tolerate with all the distractions. (laughs) Hey, Splinterville Woodworker, you're not allowed to listen to the show anymore. You're banned. I am yelling irately for no good reason. How about that? You can't listen to the show. If I find you listening to this show, Splinterville Woodworker, stupid name, by the way, I will cut off your internet forever. I'll cut your internet off forever. That goes for you, yo mama's cooking school. You're both banned from the show. How do you like that sound effect? How do you like me yelling now? Douche. Let me talk to you. How about this ad? How about this ad? Dope. Let me talk to you for a few minutes about the longest running sponsor of the show. Located in Warminster, Pennsylvania. The Barbecue Guru. Gang, if you've been thinking about automatic pit temperature control devices for your cooker, stop here. It's the company that started it all. They are the creators of this technology. Why are you going to buy from any other company? I don't know. If you're not familiar with how they work... Imagine a product that keeps the pit temperature all the way through the cook. You don't even have to do anything except set the temperature. That's perfect. Maybe you're a busy working professional like me. Or perhaps you're constantly on the run with kids and doing errands. Quite frankly, you don't have the time to set around 10 pit temps. The Guru allows you to throw on a pork butt or a brisket or a couple slabs of ribs. And then you're off to do whatever it is you need to get done. And the Guru maintains that pit temperature you set it at. There's currently a number of different models to choose from. 
the CyberQ Wi-Fi, which is doing very well in the competition scene, as well as in backyards. Also for the caterers, you can control up to two pits. You can take internal temperature of your meat. You can hook onto a Wi-Fi within your home network, or it will generate a Wi-Fi signal. You can hook up your smart device, whatever one that is, a computer, a netbook, a tablet, your phone, whatever you like. You don't even have to go outside. You can check all that stuff, all that stuff, right from your phone or your smartphone or whatever you have hooked up. You can check it right there. Or on the other end of the spectrum, you have the cruise control for the pit, the party queue. $129 for most cookers. Sorry, $149. It's got a facelift a little bit ago. Runs on AA batteries. It's great. You're going to love it. Do yourself a favor. Head on over to thebbqguru.com and check out their products. If you have any questions about what to order, call them directly, 800-288-GURU. They'll make sure you're outfitted with exactly what you need to get you up and running right out of the box. 800-288-GURU or thebbqguru.com. I'm not feeding the trolls, guys. I'm having a little fun at their expense, for crying out loud. I can make one-star reviews right here on my show. Stick around. We're coming back with a game show. Get in the smoke. Call 877-448-0433 to get on the air. Now, here's your host, Greg Rampey. Welcome back, 216-220-0966. Greg at the BBQCentralShow.com. Blake Moody gets it. Greg is amused by them, but 100% right. I love them. Anybody that takes any time to write anything or post anything about the show, positive or, never, uh, positive or negative, I love you. I love you. I've inspired you to do something, positive or negative. Come on. All right, if you want your chance to win a three-pack of Butcher Barbecue Grilling Oils, I suggest you go ahead and call in right now, 216-220-0966. 216-220-0966. We'll put you up. We'll play the game. Can a seventh grader say it? If you can win, <clears throat> if you can guess three of the five words that a seventh grader says, you will win a free, complimentary, not redundant, three-pack of Butcher Barbecue Grilling Oils, which can be found at ButcherBBQ.com. So dial in for that now. I want to welcome a newest subscriber to the newsletter, Nick Matthews. Welcome in, Nick. Welcome in. Jason, you didn't get one word right? You didn't get one guess right? I know. Kid's smart. Maybe I asked a different uh, a different seventh grader this time. Maybe. I have a wide selection of uh, ninth graders and seventh graders to choose from. One of these days, I'm going to get that uh, freshman's boyfriend down here and see what kind of smarts he got. Uh-oh. Tomorrow, I mentioned this when we were talking with Mike McLeod. Tomorrow is the Powerball drawing, and it's like worth $1.5 billion. That's a lot. So the question is, if you bought or buy the winning ticket and you are now the proud owner of $1.5 billion, 
What are you doing with that? How do you collect it? And perhaps the biggest question of them all, the biggest question of them all, do you take the lump sum or do you take the 30-year payments? I don't know. It's a question to be run through the gauntlet for sure, but needless to say, we have somebody on the line that is going to be playing the most fun and fantastic game show sweeping the nation. While it was, can a freshman say it? Now it's going to seventh grader say it. Yeah, baby. The rules are simple. You're going to guess on if a seventh grader can say a word which she's reading and then has to say it correctly out of their and if you can get three of five correct, you get a chance to win three bottles of Butcher Barbecue grilling oil. So we have a contestant on the line from the area code 605. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Hello? Hello. Hi. Who's this? This is Kevin. Hey, Kevin. How are you? I'm pretty darn good. Are you ready to play the game tonight, Kevin? I am. All right. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, I uh, uh, six one two seventy. Like like long walks on the beach. Flip flops and and wigs, man. Yeah. All right. There you go. All right. Let's play this game, Kevin. It's called Can a Seventh Grader Say It? I'm going to ask you, uh, I'm going to give you a word, and then you're going to tell me, yes, the seventh grader can say it, or no, the seventh grader can't say it. And if you can do it three out of five times, you win Butcher Barbecue products. Easy enough? Fantastic. All right. That sounds great. Here we go. The first word that we're going to be trying to guess tonight is business. Can a seventh grader... Look at the word business and not mess up and say something other than business. Yeah. Yep. All right. We'll lock you in for yes. Kevin's thinks a seventh grader can say business. You're getting a lot of support in the chat room, by the way. So we will go Fantastic. to the uh, we'll go to seventh grader. Show me business. Business. Right. Wonderful. Outstanding. So you got one. Let's go ahead and push it to the second one. Let's do it. The next word that we asked the seventh grader to say, Kevin, is candidate. Can a seventh grader say candidate? Yes. All right, we're going with yes. Let's go to the seventh grader for two in a row with one more to win the Butcher Barbecue product. Show me candidate. Candidate. Wow, look at you. All right, you're two for two. You got one more left and you win if you can get this one right. Kevin, obviously you are uh, in the mind of a seventh grader, if you will. You're in the zone. Outstanding. All right, here we go. Last one, potentially, for the win. Can a seventh grader say deterioration? 
deterioration. Remember, Kevin, they are reading the word first and then saying it. So a lot of different things going on. I'm going to say yes to that, too. Wow, look at this guy. He's on a roll. This is for all the marbles. You get this one right, you win the Butcher's Barbecue products. Let's go to the seventh grader and show me deterioration. Deterioration. Wow, look at this guy. You are the man, Kevin. Hey, 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 all right. Uh, all right, so uh, Kevin, all you need to do is uh, shoot me your shipping information, greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. And uh, Dave Bosca from Butcher Barbecue will shoot you out the butter, the steakhouse, and the chipotle flavored garlic, uh, or the uh, grilling oils from Butcher Barbecue. Fantastic. I use them already. It'll be great to have some extras. All right. Appreciate you calling in tonight and playing the game, Kevin. Thanks so much. Thank you. All right. Well. I don't know what to say here, folks, but that seventh grader has gotten six words right all in a row. Keeping score at home? Now, the trick is going to be, let me see here. One, two, three, four, five. She has a whole nother game left next week. Is there any word that she can't say? I don't know. But we'll find out next week when we play another round of Can a 7th Grader Say It? Thanks for joining me, everybody. Greg Rempe, so long, everybody. Yeah, that's fun. Congratulations to Kevin, who was like six foot something, right? Six foot something. Long walks on the beach. He said it. Anyway, before we were so rudely interrupted with our game, uh, by the way, thanks to Dave Bosca for donating grilling oils at a whim's notice to give away. If you win the Powerball, perhaps I should say, when you win the Powerball, and if you want to call in and let me know, let me know, 216-220-0966. Somebody's potentially, let's back out and go high level on this real quick. What if nobody wins the Powerball tomorrow? It went from like uh, eight hundred and seventy-five or, or nine hundred thousand dollars a couple nights ago to one point five billion dollars. So, if I do the math, and if you take the difference between where it was to what it is now, and then you take the one point five billion times number of states times the number of potential buyers, factor in the people that never play lotto just because they're going to do it. If my math is correct, if the Powerball isn't won tomorrow, the new total, according to my calculations here, will be $17 trillion. $17 trillion. Wow. I think you could almost, what's the national debt? I know national debt is in the trillions of dollars. Can you imagine? I hope that the Powerball doesn't win tomorrow for 1.5 bill 
So the new jackpot can be $17 trillion. Trillion, trillion. Anyway. Worst case scenario, if somebody wins the 1.5 bill tomorrow, what would you do? Here's what I would do. First of all, nobody would ever know about it. Nobody. I have an internal struggle going on within me. First of all, I think of the lottery as BS. It is, it is almost a complete waste of money. There's a small chance that you could win. I have a better chance of going to a horse track and using the racing guide to actually winning money. Winning money that I would feel odds-on good about than playing the lottery and thinking that I have any shot at winning. You have no shot at winning the lottery. No shot. You don't. But when there's a payout at $1.5 billion, it draws interest. People are now excited. People, well, why not spend twenty, thirty, forty, fifty, seventeen hundred dollars on lottery tickets? If I win, I'll never miss that seventeen hundred dollars. Agreed. I agree. Except you have no chance at winning. So I have that struggle within me. I do. I don't know if I should spend three dollars or ten dollars. Or at the most, 20 bucks. It says 20 bucks that I could be using to buy 40 cans of Paps Blue Ribbon. Versus, you know, putting it right down the toilet. Wow. So there's that whole struggle. So at the most, I think I would spend 20 bucks to win $1.5 billion and still feel okay if I won. Then uh, I have to hire somebody. Um, I have to hire somebody to go collect my money, but they can't say my name. Nobody can ever know it's me. It, the, the lawyer goes in. Uh, do, does there have to be media? Because I want no cameras, nothing. I want... To kind of fly in under the radar. Uh, I'm collecting this on behalf of my client, and blah, 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 and they prefer to remain name. Can you remain nameless? Is that possible? Could you not? Could could nobody ever know? Because everybody's going to want to know. You know why everybody's going to want to know? Because they got their friggin' hand out. They would want that everybody's coming with that hand out. Oh. And then my mind is, okay, so let's say we we can pull the staying anonymous on the win off. Let's say we can do that. Probably impossible. But let's say we can do that. Is it lump sum or is it payments? Here's my thinking. I'm 41 years old. I got at least, what, a good 10, 11 years left before I'm dead, right? I'm, I'm not going to take everybody's all about the lump sum right everybody all about the lump sum so 1.5 bill after tax blah, blah. so you're probably like what uh 700 million dollar lump sum look if you're a money guy that's a colossal waste of money 
you're leaving $700 million on the table, man. For the lump sum? Who takes the lump sum? Stupid. Stupid people take the lump sum. You know 50% of lottery winners wind up broke within like five years or whatever it is? Go Google it. Or so. it's, a, it's a ridiculous fact. Because they have all of the money. Look, if you're 80 years old or 90 years old and you win the lottery, first of all, that just goes to show you how stupid the lottery is because you're going to be dead in a minute. You should take the lump sum because you're not going to live more than four weeks before it's over. You can't take the payments. But me, 41 years old, I'm going to take those payments. $1.5 billion over 30 years fixed can't overspend i mean you can overspend like you know whatever but you can't have access to it all and then boom you blow through your nut like crazy because it's all lump sum taking it over time you get way more money you can still invest that but take the payments i mean in 30 years i'm just going to be 70 years old and who knows what i can buy with that kind of money at 70 years old right $50 $50 million a year for 30 years. You don't want that? You're like the richest people in the world, man. Come on. $50 million at 2% in a bank? Hold on. $50 million at 2% every year just on 2% interest? It's like $758 billion in interest. You can never run out of money if you just take the payments. Anyway, I digress. That's what I would do. I would take the payments. I would continue to work my job selling Peterbilt tractors. Um, and I would buy a Gulfstream 650. But that's it. I'm staying under the radar. No fancy cars, no nothing. I want to keep my money. I want to keep it. Um, is this where I'm... I have no read. All right. Easy enough. We'll blow through here. Big name interviews, advice on cooking brisket and ribs, and the only host willing to share his honest opinion on all things important in the world of barbecue. It's the Barbecue Central Show. All right, sorry about that. The question from Dennis Daniel is this. If you win the Powerball, would we see you next week? Unequivocally, 100%. Yes, of course. Just because I'm the world's newest 1.5 billionaire doesn't mean that all of a sudden I'm better than everybody else because I have all of the money in the world. Now, look, let me be honest. Maybe, like, if I win it tomorrow, would I be here, like, in a week from Tuesday? It's sketchy. I'm here to say there's at least, because I think I can get a lot of that media stuff handled, you know, through the first couple days uh, afterwards, uh, Thursday, Friday, maybe some Saturday stuff, uh, dinner with, um, you know, uh, uh, ownership groups and so forth. But, you know, by Monday, I mean, things are going to be going back down. I'm, I got to go back to my job. I got appointments already set up for next Monday that I have to, to go. I have deals on the table that I'm trying to close. 
So I would absolutely be here uh, next, and if not like next Tuesday, definitely the following Tuesday. Absolutely the following Tuesday. I mean, why wouldn't I be here? You got to. That's what my kids were saying last night. Would you quit work? Why would I quit work? I got to do something, man. I just can't be sitting upside the wall counting all of my money. Patrick Paulquette, Greg Rempe will not buy the Browns. No. I will be making sound investments. There's no way I would ever buy a pro sports team. No. I'm taking my money. I'm taking the payments. I'm investing it wisely. It's going to be great. Let me tell you, I win I win that money. I will have celebr I could get celebrities right here over right see this chair right here. I could get celebrities in that corner right now. I could. I win at 1.5 bill. Celebrities will be in here. They will be asking me to come on my show. I will all of a sudden have the most popular uh, internet show anywhere because I won $1.5 billion. I would be here. I have to do something. You have to have a hobby. This is my hobby. I had it when I'm poor. I have it now that I have a few bucks. If I have all of the money, I still want to do I'm still passionate about doing this, whether I have $1.5 billion or $1.5. I like doing the show. That doesn't mean that I... Would stop doing the show. I would still work. Got to work, man. I'm a worker. I like to work. I like to work for people. All right. Nevertheless, Regal or porn star for one million. That's right. I could fund. I could. I could gain a huge audience by giving away a hundred thousand dollars every week, and I could write that off. Right. That's an expense. Surely. Surely it is. All right. Blake, I got to do something during the day, man. Think I can just prep for the show all week long? I probably, I'll tell you what I would probably do, though. I would probably uh, eliminate the no drinking Sunday through Thursday. That would probably go away pretty quick. I guarantee it. Hey, all the way back in the first hour, I screwed over Tim Shop from Tim's Full Belly Deli. We're going to make that right next week. Then we talked with Mike McLeod from MMA Creative. And the World Food Championship. He was the creator of that, by the way. We'll talk to him about WFC next time he's on. Then we talked with um, that. We didn't have anybody in the second hour. It was just me talking to you about how I'm going to make money. Everybody's saying I would never sell Peterbilt's again if I hit that money. Let me win it, and we'll see who's right. I'll bet you $500 million. No, I bet you $2 million that I would still sell Peterbilt, Peterbilt trucks. Okay. I bet you $2 million. Deal's on the table. September 11th, 2001. I will never forget. Until next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, this is your program host and proud U.S. American and hopefully one rich some bitch. Come tomorrow. Good night now.